Hello and welcome to episode two of A Photographer in Atlanta, a podcast about being a professional photographer in Atlanta, Georgia. I am your host, Kevin Curry, and if you're curious to see my work, you may check out my website, photographybykevininatlanta.com. So today I am recording in studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and I thought it would be really fun to tell you what happened to me this week. I was able to travel back to my old stomping grounds in a place called Roswell Mill. And this is an incredible place because it's so versatile for photography. You have just about every element that you could ever want in one place. Uh, There's a beautiful covered bridge that is traditionally used more for engagement photos, family photos, pregnancy announcements, you know, all these different type of elements is just in one place. There is a wooded area that is really great for cosplay. And in fact, speaking of cosplay, I was down there a couple of years ago doing some cosplay photography. And there is one section that has a very kind of gritty feel. And it worked out perfectly for one cosplayer who, in fact, was, uh, I cannot remember the character's name, but it was really kind of creepy. And in fact, you can go to the website and take a look at the cosplay and I believe it should still be there if not I'm gonna have to find it and add it because I think it worked really well this is a terrific place because you can really do so much in one area and it's just as I said it's really versatile and this was the most perfect place to photograph my most recent client who when she called uh, and I thought this was absolutely brilliant her first question was do you like Disney (laughs) and I thought this is going to be wonderful because I am absolutely addicted to Disney. Uh, my area where uh, I do a lot of editing is there's a corner and that's all it is, is just Disney. That's all you can see is uh, everything Disney, which, so she got the right person. And I said, absolutely. And then she said, well, she asked, well, who's your favorite princess? And I knew that this was going to be a trap because if I say Mulan, who is my absolute favorite, and then hers could be Jasmine or Ariel or something else. I think, oh boy, you know, where's this going to go? And I said, well, I really appreciate Mulan and Tiana and Jasmine. And she says, oh, I'm so glad that you said that because, and then she proceeded to explain that she created a dress for Tiana, green dress that from the movie. And she would like, Uh, to have her photo taken in a wooded area and then also buy some some water. Immediately, Roswell Mill came to mind. And we set up a day, we set up a time. And as I was going to Roswell Mill, and it's it's been maybe about a year since I've been there. So I unpacked my gear and I started to make my way down this very steep hill. Uh, Of course, I didn't see that there was another one that wasn't as steep, which I, I really wish I would have saw that first. Uh, went down to the covered bridge area. That was the designated spot where we were going to meet. And as I was unpacking my equipment and I was getting ready to set up, I hear this commotion behind me and I'm hearing excitement. And I turn around and lo and behold, there is Princess Tiana. And I'm not just talking about someone who dresses up like Princess Tiana. I'm talking about someone who looked like she stepped out of the movie and was right there in front of everyone. And this was absolutely mind-blowing. There were two young girls who just went right to her. And she was so lovely and so kind. And 
it was amazing. Her dress was even better than the the princess costumes that you would see at Disney. Uh, she the detail, the dedication, uh, her movements. She was Princess Tiana, an exact carbon copy of the character. And and I I can't emphasize this enough when I said if Princess Tiana jumped out of the movie screen, that is this person. She was that amazing. And we were talking about uh, different shots and you know different ideas. We were kind of collaborating. You know, here is my thoughts. Love to get your thoughts. Let's put them together. But I couldn't get over the fact that this was Princess Tiana right in front of me, and I was really tickled. Now, one of the golden rules of being a photographer is that you cannot get uh, starstruck or giddy. And I almost exposed my giddiness, uh, but I but I held my professionalism, so I was really happy about that. Uh, and I told her after the shoot, I said, I am so tickled right now. And, and I let her know. She goes, you could have said that. I said, no, it's the golden rule. You can't do that. She goes, ah, rules, rules. And she was talking to me like Tiana would talk to someone. And I just thought, this is amazing. The dedication of this was absolutely phenomenal. So... For this particular shoot, I used my Nikon D5500, and I ended up using my go-to lens, which is a lens that I love, and I always get teased by other photographers by this, because it's a really old lens, and they say, you know, there's better wide-angle lenses out there, but I'm not the kind of person that's going to throw something out that works perfectly fine, because there's a newer version of it. And this particular lens, this is, again, my hands-down <laughs> favorite lens, uh, this is an uh, AFS Nikon 24-120mm, uh, 5.6, and it's the, the VR lens. And I love this lens. This lens has been with me through all sorts of photo shoots. And this is one I tend to use more so for portraits, and I really do enjoy it. I ended up using a ND filter uh, on some of the shots because there was a lot of light shining through even though this was in the morning summers in georgia are really really hot really uncomfortable and sometimes the lighting can get harsh very very quickly so we ended up going into the forest area to take these photos and it was an absolute success and i asked her if she wouldn't mind uh, taking some photos right outside the park which is there's a colonial style building and it had a very similar New Orleans kind of feel not exactly but you could kind of put the two together she goes absolutely that's a great idea well it was a good idea until we were about oh I don't know maybe 20 <laughs> shots in which is not a lot one shutter button press will take about five photos so we're only about maybe five or five or ten minutes into that location area she was swarmed by at least a dozen children and we don't know where they came from she was so lovely so kind she was so nice um, she took pictures with them and it was such a joy to see someone so dedicated to the character that she would spend time with the children and i thought that was absolutely amazing just wonderful so i have to uh have to give her credit for that. I did ask if I could show the photos on the website when they were finished, and she asked me not to. There was a very specific reason, which I can't go into right now, but eventually I'm hoping that I'll be able to publish those photos. 
that is one thing that I do as a photographer is I'd like to touch base with my client to say, would you mind if I put these on my website and add them to my portfolio? And 99% of the time, they're like, well, sure, that's what I thought you would do anyway. But I always like to ask because there may be that 1% or 2% where they may have their own personal reasons why they may not want that. So I always like to make sure that I am respecting my client's wishes. And a lot of times they'll even tell me up front, like, well, this is just something for me. Um, could you maybe not pu you know, publish them or put them in your portfolio or put them on your website, whatever the case may be. So I always want to make sure that I am respecting the client's wishes. Once the a massive amount of children uh, finally got to say hello to, <laughs> to Tiana, we made our way back to Roswell Mill. And uh, I was saying, well, there, are there any other photos that you would like to take? I know it's probably getting really warm out here. And there's a, a couple of other areas. And she, she, I could tell that she's probably getting really, really hot and uncomfortable. But she did say, I'd like to get a photo by the water, which I thought, terrific. That's a great idea. Let's do that. Because you don't know what the client is feeling, especially with that type of gown and that costuming. And being that, I think at the time it was 10 a.m. and it was already like 80 some degrees. And so the, the sun was out and it was just absolutely crazy. But I'm so glad we did it because I don't know what the odds are of this, but she was standing... <laughs> This is the craziest thing. She was standing near water, and of course, there was a frog that jumped up and was right next to her on the rock, and we could not stop laughing. And we got a great photo of that. And I'm really hoping that I will be able to post that at some point. Um, the client was very specific. I can't explain why that she didn't want these photos out, but it made perfect sense, and I uh, have to respect my client's wishes. And we ended up taking a few more photos, but as it started to get even hotter and the sun was just getting that much brighter. So we wrapped up the photo shoot. And I have to say, I think that was one of my more favorite photo shoots for so many reasons. And I'm really happy to have the opportunity to work with this amazing and talented individual. Now that the photo shoot had ended and my schedule was pretty much clear for the rest of the day, which is kind of unusual... I decided to take the opportunity to download the photos onto my laptop while kind of just sitting and cooling off in a Starbucks. And this is something I really don't get an opportunity to do very often. But I really am happy that I did it this time because it was really hot. <laughs> it was so, so hot. So I went into Starbucks and kind of sat down and I, I started to load the photos from my Nikon into my computer and there was approximately 7,500 photos, which sounds like a lot, but it really is not. And that's because I have my camera set to multiple shots. So when I depress the shutter button, I could easily take four or five photos just in that one press of a button. And this is really helpful because you can look at those little changes, the the way that the subject is looking at something or there's a change in their facial expression or they may get a little smirk. So each one may offer something a little unique. But the majority of times, it really is just the same exact pose, same look, same photo. And that way you can just go ahead and delete them without worrying you lost any kind of shot. 
After the selection process, I was down to roughly about 900 photos. And this is where things get really difficult because you want to start looking at what makes one photo better than the other. So you do a side-by-side -side comparison. And after that process took place, I was down to about 100 photos. And then from there, I was down about maybe another 50 because I narrowed down the photos based on a lot of criteria. Criteria that I expect for myself, that the client wanted. So we got down to roughly about 30 photos. And of those 30, we edited, I'd say about 17 to 18. We agreed upon uh, seven photos, but I wanted to give her that extra. And that is something I just really enjoy doing because even though it's already established that there's going to be a set number of photos based on many different factors, which is another podcast altogether, I wanted to do something a little bit extra, something I like to do with my clients to give them a couple extra photos. And it's something that if I can do, I will. It's never something I mentioned to the client. I don't want them to expect more than what we agreed upon. But I always like to offer that little something extra. And this is where other photographers and I do not agree upon. Many photographers will say, well, they need to pay for the extra portraits. You need to charge more. You're not making any money doing this. And it's not about the money aspect. It's about giving something a little extra to your client to know that you appreciate them. And I think this is something some photographers may forget about, is that the client is already paid. You have spent quality time with them. So why not do something a little bit extra if you have the availability to do so? I've always found that that's helpful. I certainly do not tell the client beforehand, as I mentioned previously, that there are extra photos coming, but I really do enjoy sending those and then I get some really nice responses of, wow, I didn't know that these came out. This is great. Thank you so much. And it not only helps with repeat business and word of mouth, I just think it's nice and I just enjoy making people happy. And I believe that will wrap up episode two of A Photographer in Atlanta. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to this podcast. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Maybe tell one of your friends about it. We'd love to see our audience grow. And I will look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Take care.